0: Hello, sweetheart. Welcome to the Psychedelicate Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Joseph, and today it is my pure delight to share with you one of my sisters, one of my fellow Temple of Embodiment priestesses, Miss Peggy Sue Piedra. We first connected on a deep level in the Temple of Embodiment last year. Uh, We had been in each other's Instagram orbits for a long time. But getting into that space with her, it was just so easy to connect to her unique lens and to feel that she was tapped into wisdom. And so it's been my desire for a really long time to be able to share her essence with you through a conversation. So I'm bringing that to you today and I'm so excited for you guys to hold this. This was such a nourishing conversation. I really don't even have the words for it. Um, So I'm just inviting you guys to feel this and have your own unique experience with what came through us. The conversation orbit was around systems and wisdom. So many of us have explored or experimented with systems at some point time in our lives, or maybe we're still really Uh, engaged in a system currently for me that's human design gene keys you know astrology these are things that you know have always been of interest to me and I still continue to engage with them regularly as sort of like touchstones Um, what I have experienced myself is that systems are really powerful for helping us to step into our authority and ability to cultivate our internal boundaries A lot of us talk about boundaries, and what I feel people are referring to really is external boundaries. It's really how we manage uh, our energy field when it comes to others. But internal boundaries have everything to do with our values and our principles. And I believe systems can be a really helpful tool uh, to begin playing with the potions of what it is that we genuinely um find meaningful in our lives and want to orient our lives towards. So in this conversation we're going to go into how systems uniquely lead us to wisdom. And I think it's really interesting the the nuances of that point that Peggy Sue and I came to organically and emerged from us connecting in this space together so without further ado I'm so excited to share this with you Miss Peggy Sue Piedra. All right. I'm here with my girl Peggy Sue Piedra. Am I saying your last name correctly? Yes, indeed. <laughs> Piedra. It's so sexy. <laughs> Thank you. It means rock. <laughs> that's that's something. We were literally just talking before we began this um recording and you were just speaking to that grounding that you found for yourself that essentially pardon the metaphor, but it felt to me like this floating rock you get to take with you <laughs> wherever you go.
1: Yes, absolutely. I um, I am coming out of like, I've described this in so many different ways over the last three years or so, like dark moon, the <clears throat> egg that I have built myself into and had to tear out of, like whatever analogies of that sort. But in the past few weeks, um, I don't know if it's astrological. I don't know if it's like my solar return just happened. I don't know yeah. if perhaps this dark moon egg phase has actually just like transmuted into the new space. But that part, <laughs> I, you know, it's like, oh, wait, these lows do end. And if yeah. you just allow that flow to take its own time then you still get to be surprised when it's over somehow, like, or I mean, over, whatever that means. But um, the last few weeks, it's been so easy to engage with just the, the grounding that is like undeniable, the grounding of breath and being on earth, where it's like, no matter what the experience I'm having is, I can sort of tap into this space of like, no, but I really am safe. I really am here. And I really am just so grateful and thankful. And just like the the mind chatter has become only thank yous. And <laughs> <laughs> I know that's not forever either, but right now I'm just going to keep saying thank you.
0: you know? uh, that part, it's like deeper into this current, right? Like feeling into that, it just flashed into me. Like that is a bitch who has embodied her reprogramming, you know, Thank like, you. <laughs> yes. I mean, it just so many of us struggle with the, the activity of the mind and something that, you know, I've studied a lot of different Eastern traditions and the practices of meditation and, almost every tradition is like, yeah, monkey mind, we don't get rid of, we just give it better and better jobs. And that's exactly what I felt into as you were expressing how that like stream of consciousness now really is the gratitude, the thank you, the like, yes, you know, moment.
1: Yeah. Like, imagine if that is like what we used our minds for was sort of like, here are the options that are in front of me that I need to address right now. And also, oh my God, I get to be alive on this earth for another moment. That
0: part, (laughs) that, that thread. I just, you know, I, even, even when I am in like the flowiest of moments, I find that it is very easy for me to forget to like, just, just praise, just praise the experience. You know, I, am so into my co-creative role with making things happen or expressing things. I think that's a better way of saying it or a (laughs) clearer way. Um, I get so into that, like it's it's like where I get to nerd out, and that part of me has that tendency to then get lost in the doing and be like, I'm the one doing it, and then all of a sudden, the thing I get to do is the thing I have to do. There's a burden, <laughs> and then there's no more gratefulness. There's no more thank you. It's like, well, I don't have to carry this heavy burden of devotion, you know? <laughs>
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I think that that is that has to also be part of the natural flow of it. I feel (laughs) or or perhaps there is also some part of that that's still like a conditioned response is what that reminded me of is like grade school where there was an anagram for pray or prayer or something. And it was this this teaching I recall where we were, it was like, well, before you make your request to God, you better praise. And that was like, okay, now you've completed the praise section. Now you get to make your request. I don't remember what A and Y were. but um that's amazing yeah but it's like that is all part of the same word just like it's all part of the same flow just like it's all required it's like we we're so comparative at all levels and in these human forms and so it's like I don't know I feel like as and I don't know I'm curious about how your experience of this sort of where it stops being so differentiated Mm. where it's like the even the way that you said that it's the devotion that becomes the weight it's like but the devotion is still part of the praise. it's like so as things become less differentiated it becomes easier to see how they're all connected but we're still Mm. like on earth in our bodies exactly (laughs) that
0: it's exactly that part and for me like you know, the connective tissue here is like what you brought up earlier, which is the breath, right? So like D, like that the experience of the inhale and the out, outhale the exhale <laughs> <laughs> that outhale you know is just so different from the inhale man we are out
1: here linguists creating our world the- is very important <laughs> we
0: reshaping this whole bitch and loving every minute of it. <laughs> yes <sighs> yes and, and that like that breath thing you know like it very much feels different to inhale than to exhale And it feels very different to hold an inhale than it does to hold an exhale. And so for the mind, we have these different sensations for each part of the whole. And for some reason, our linear thinking mind, the strategic left part of us is like so invested in categorizing those things because I guess his feeling is that if he knows what it is then it can't harm him as much and i do feel this is like an important first step for so many of us there's some cool kids who can go right into embodying the wave all the way to them i'm like thank you we need you i love you i'm watching you You yeah totally like
1: great job saturn in in pisces kids saturn and aries kids Damn, oh my God! yeah I can't wait to be even more proud of you every year <sighs> but damn
0: <laughs> that part my heart just like so softened receiving that because that, that's so real there's these new generational placements who have these adeptnesses that have felt super foreign to the rest of us and it's so beautiful to be watching this bloom in real time and I I have to say like Social media goes both ways for me, but that is one of the blessings that I really lean into is being able to see this emergent property in humans through next generation. So fucking cool.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I feel like um, that is, I wonder what it is that we're saying, like the quality of support that is available seems to kind of be a direct result of like the increased difficulty of the surface global situation over the last two decades <laughs> no. let's just t- i have an english degree um, <laughs> <laughs> but but nonetheless it is really um, it's amazing to see sort of like how we have adapted into that growth as a species yeah. in a way and uh <laughs> Yeah. Like, I I mean, I have friends who are 15 years younger than me that like, I'm telling them stuff that I'm just discovering and they're like, oh my God, that's amazing. And then the next week they're like, I've been doing that thing you said. And I'm like, Damn, I wish I had met me 15 years ago, 15 years in the field, whatever. I'm just still here with my breath being like, I hate everything, I hate everything. (laughs) Oh no, that's not right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, like I feel that so deeply. And I think you touched on something that has been like a crucial part of like why and how I express things is exactly for that same reason as you it's like i wish i had a me 15 years ago and that i think there's some beautiful property that we're both kind of circling around with as you said as these surface um issues start to kind of intensify we're also uh rising in our awareness of what soothes that and supports the moving forward through the asteroid field that humankind is navigating (laughs) right now. And honestly, the rest of the creatures on this planet. So, right. So like this, this thing that we're going through, it's also being met with an increased capacity for care and nourishment and connection so that we're we're all more supported to make it through these like growing pain phases of our planet and our time here, you know, together. And I was gonna connect that to whatever we were just talking about, but now it's like my brain, let me get some water. Yeah, it's it's been
1: thrown into the cosmos. That also might be an effect of talking to me, because I have like a 60 to eight, like 60, 70% finishing the whole thought ratio going but yeah yeah, absolutely Absolutely. like it does make sense like it's sort of like something that I often say to people who are like feel like they are heading towards a more spirit like addressing their spiritual things yes um in the last couple of years I feel like I've been much more encouraging of that like both because of what the world has been like but because when when shit's super fucked up you might as well do that painful work (laughs) like it's like the the actual condition of the of the earth around you in a way like that that pain is supportive of the pain that is required to evolve in these ways so i wonder like maybe that is sort of more like the mechanism of what makes us care more under traumas. like we actually can, I don't know, it might actually be more supportive of an environment than I've ever thought about before this very second. <laughs> it's
0: like, literally, this is just an emerging thing that's okay. happening for both of us. I feel the exact same way. Um, yeah, like, you know, I I really... I really feel the truth in a current that I see a lot of people bringing through these days, which is we no longer have to evolve through pain. And what I would add to that is, yes, pain is now not our only way to evolve. However, I still feel that there are these these critical points in everyone's soul journey where it requires this pain to create the opening that's required for you to really unravel or for the heart to truly crack you know that absolutely
1: yeah like to that to that idea of like you know i felt like i had literally built an egg around myself that i then had to break open like i think that's that that is that energy of like once you, once you are inside of that space, you no longer recognize it as a different space or
0: you do. (laughs) Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And like, I want to bring it back to that breath pattern thing too, because it's like, you know, all of this essentially is, I mean, I feel in my soul, all of life is this continuum, this breath you know but there's there is this pattern to it it's cyclical in its nature and we continue to come back around to different spots of the process and and in coming back around it's like we have this whole other lap of experience that allows us in each like section of this breath this rhythmic creation process there can be like brand new expressions almost like that's that saying about reading a book you know coming back to a book where it's like Mm -hmm. every each time you read a book it's never the same book because I'm not the same person sure reading that book you know absolutely
1: gosh and when you put it that way it really like It both reminds me of when you first start doing breath work, when you actually like can't physically breathe properly, like, and and getting that awareness and being like, wait, how could it be that I was breathing wrong? And even the process of like learning how to breathe in the breath that you're, you know, that you've chosen in that moment is, uh, is, becomes a transcendent experience that that can only multiply itself because it's literally the life force yes learning how to interact
0: with ourselves like yes the word (laughs) the word relationship is coming through yes i i i feel like that that makes that connection to what i was saying about you know the left strategic side of us just wanting to categorize everything And like, ultimately, wait, damn it. I lost it again. (laughs) We're going to probably do this often. I know I do this at at an extreme rate, but, um, (laughs) Yeah. Anytime I try to like piece things together too hard, mystery's like, "How about you stop trying to do that so hard?"
1: <laughs> yes, definitely. It was like, Oops. "Oh, did you did you have a thought in there? Oh, but look at the multitude of thoughts that are available to your <laughs> mind now. Like, <laughs> hello, possibilities.
0: <laughs> Here's all of them <laughs> right now. <laughs> Good luck choosing one. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Oh my gosh. Um, God, the, okay, so the relationship. Oh, the um, yes, relationship. Um, gosh, what was it? I guess you edit these, but I almost think it's funnier to just be like, like, oh my God, we really, this is actually how it feels to be having a conversation. It's also how it feels to be on a spiritual journey.
0: (laughs) It's like, like, here's this thread and you're like, this thread is uplifting me and I've like got it and it's expanded awareness and oh yes. (laughs) And then the next day you're like, wait where did the room go where did that I was in that room yesterday but I like am not in that room anymore I can tell yes all the furniture is different
1: (laughs) (laughs) it's like I don't
0: remember leaving yes okay so I, I retrieved the connection yes the thing with our like minds the thing with the masculine the thing with the left is he is trying to cognize the experience instead of being in relationship to the experience. Oh, yes, absolutely. It's very <laughs> much like the tree of knowledge versus the tree of life metaphor, right? Beautiful, yeah,
1: absolutely. It's like, are like,
0: we worshiping like what our ideas about the thing are, or are we really coming into right relationship, using what we've learned in our understanding to serve the relationship. Yeah, absolutely. It's like, can we strategize relationship? Like, really?
1: I don't even think that's a, that doesn't actually make sense as a sentence. So it
0: must not be right. <laughs> Dude, exactly. Like the moment you said that, I was like, oh, we strategize our attachments, but no, you cannot strategize a relationship a true relationship
1: totally which oh gosh and interestingly with with the breath and I was thinking the other day that the reason that I started breathwork was because I realized that I was out of control. And I only realized that because <laughs> a global pandemic went into my space and interrupted my normal flow. <laughs> you know, no. thus, thus saying to me, oh, control is an illusion that doesn't exist. Here is the only thing that you can really control. Yes. And I think that that you hit me with that, with the relationship and the strategizing and the control. It's like, anytime time that, control is something that we can only force, I think. Either it's something yeah. that we're invited to receive or we are trying to get it. And if we're yeah. trying to get it, then it's unreal. So, yeah. Whoa. Yes. <laughs> big, big poof. Yeah.
0: Because it's it's like, you know, that like, agreement to go after something or to try to get something or to produce a certain result is like this internal agreement that it's like not mine. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And if it's not mine, then I have to do something in order to get it. That's where we start proving, you know, trying to earn and that's kind of like the seed of where like a lot of attachments come from. Also, it's this transactional, like, I'm not worthy of love and belonging exactly as I am. And so I have to contort and perform the the avatar that I believe will secure me attachments. Wow. Yeah. And then I'll resent
1: them because they're
0: not me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly.
1: Gosh, the word when you use the word transactional, it really just like it is my quest in 2022 to not bring every conversation back to capitalism and patriarchy. But when you're saying that, it's like, wow, so much of our of the systems that we think are natural to us have to do with earning and and even working like working in itself is not a bad thing, but when I use that word, I'm like, I just want to make sure that you know that I mean any work that feels good to you, not your job. And it's like, oh my God, calm down. But but I feel like it is that deep where it's like the way that we have been, like when we talk about human design, we talk so much about conditioning and 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 other categories, but I feel human design has a special relationship with the words around deconditioning. And it's like, we think about individuals in our families or our like proper or improper environments, but at this like national and then global level, we're also operating in an unnatural system. And the system didn't ever say that it was natural, but I think that our own adaptability kind of uh, reinforced over generations that this object,
0: was uh, organic <laughs> exactly exactly and you know I feel I feel like the the energy of whatever this thing is like the attractor you know of what the systems that we're operating in now like baseline it feels like they're all degenerate degenerative and mm-hmm. what I see when I look in nature is that it is regenerative. Yes. Period, right? Absolutely. Like Absolutely. So for me it's fear of little, death. Yeah. Fear of death versus the feminine. <laughs> exactly that. <laughs> exactly that. Like oh my god, I just want to say this for everyone including you if you've never seen this movie but like I just recently watched The Fountain again, which is a Darren Aronofsky film, and I have to say that is probably one of the most beautiful symbolic representations of the ego's resistance towards death and the mystery. And I just think it's like, it's so powerful. So folks, if you want an incredible like display of yourself when it comes, to this. you know. It's a, it's yourself a, as like,
1: is it Hugh Jackman? Yes, yeah. yourself he as Hugh Jackman. Jackman. Yes, I'm here
0: for that. Hey, if my ego is gonna be somebody, God, <laughs> this I want it to be Hugh Jackman. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Perfect. Yes. I'm, I'm so here for that. I actually only remember the visuals of that, but as you were saying it, I have like, I'm excited to watch it again because there is a scene in my mind that I don't know if I created it or if you just showed it to me or if I recalled it. <laughs>
0: yeah, you know, that's just amazing. I, if you do watch it, I, we should have a chat about it because it's just, it gets me every single time. I'm just like, wow, this really is how it is. This And it, watching it and like feeling into, um, that duality of the masculine feminine, that duality of, you know, that greater connective force of life and my experience as an individual ego, you know, like witnessing that it really, it just invokes uh, a compassion in me, you know, because it's just like, like with, with, again, with like the attractor that we're in right now, the, the nature of it is degenerative. And in general, like what I feel about it is that it's what seems true at a certain level of consciousness. And yeah, I feel that about the ego, like all the time, it's like, yo he is reacting to life granted but he is reacting in honor of what is true at his level of consciousness yes (laughs) it's not like this bad boy absolutely yeah no your your ego is really
1: just trying to keep you safe like which then it's sort of like the ego is taking the place of the root so Wow. Okay. Mm. So if we think about this, if we take human design and then throw it in a blender, which is the only way I ever talk the about it. The only way that um, I with it. <laughs> but the like if we if we say that the like will and the ego comes from the heart, right? Which totally makes sense. And then we think about what the use of the root is and the fact of that the, the, the I call it a fact. I think it's a fact that I invented that most people are dealing with root issues. Yes. And I agree. whether and like Since you might not be aware that you don't know whether you are safe to be living on earth, or if you're safe to literally going back again, of course, to the breath work, it's like, when you first start those processes and you realize that you can only take like a four second breath, it's like, what is my body doing, but I think that comes straight from the root saying like, you don't get to breathe deeply because I'm not sure if we're allowed to be here at all. Wow.
0: <laughs> yes. Oh my God. I mean, right? <laughs> as someone with an undefined root center, I am like resonating with that hard <laughs> uh, because the greatest like recurrent, not self theme for me out of all my undefined centers is that, mm-hmm rush to be free of that pressure sure and absolutely i I feel like the way that like operates in me and the ego is trying to control that experience like control that experience of amplifying pressure is like come up here we're gonna like just hang out up here and we're gonna figure this out Yes, yes, you know,
1: absolutely. We're gonna figure
0: this out. And um, you know, you may not know whether you're allowed to be here or not. Don't worry, <laughs> I'm going into the mind. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Don't I'll take care of this.
1: <laughs> And the mind is just like <laughs> the mind is like, no, you're actually not allowed to be here, but also check out that truck and also look at that plant, and also you're a piece of shit, and also <laughs> and it's like why Why do we think you're reliable oh you my god You've shown yourself to be reliable never, you know? ever.
0: and if there's something that i have learned through like the past few years of you know choosing to go to the underworld and taking bitches with me is that like yes. like um god damn it this is gonna happen again and again because this conversation is so good i i already feel <laughs> that I already feel that because that's the little space in my brain that's just like, "Oh, you sure lost your train of thought a <laughs> lot in that
1: conversation." <laughs> oh, it's it's like a damn train depot here.
0: <laughs> yes, it is. But I Go got it
1: before you lose it again. <laughs> I
0: got it. Um, the thing that I have learned is that like anything that you try to do top down, fuck it. You're wasting your energy because ultimately. All the brain has to operate off of are the senses that the body is experiencing, the sensation that the body is experiencing. And what I've discovered is like an issue in the root center, like not knowing what is true about your being, you know, not knowing that you are free from our old programming that was just about getting us to survive. Like we're actually here to take that next step and thrive. Like if if we do not go down to the bottom and decondition, unravel the inertia of the impressions that that center has gotten, it is going to continue to feed the same sensations. And then the brain can only work with that. So whenever we go to the mind to try to resolve something, it's like, that's like just the purest, waste of energy because all the brain has to go off of is what's in the body. And so that for me is why I focus on a body first, a bottom up approach to whether you want to call it healing, whether you want to call it regulating, whether you want to call it becoming a functional <laughs> human energy system you know
1: <laughs> yeah yeah however however much you want it to achieve or not achieve exactly. yeah it's still gonna be the body that makes these determinations
0: Absolutely, literally <laughs> and the body is the one who has to set the world into motion yeah Yeah, absolutely.
1: That's actually that's very funny. That I had when I first moved back out to LA from this long trip that was too long. I went to an (laughs) acupuncturist, (laughs) and we had a discussion beforehand. And I was talking to her about this year-long road trip, and it was really frustrating and whatever. And I was like, I'm pretty sure that I have like found the ground, and that nobody can ever take the ground away from me again. But I still lack motivation and Mm -hmm. it was funny because as we were talking as she was doing it she admitted to me after the session that she was like you know I still started with the grounding stuff and you were right and I'm like well thank you for acknowledging me and (laughs) also also thank you for acknowledging that you didn't believe me when I said that I was grounded you know like that actually totally adds up for me because even in this way, now that I'm talking about it, I'm like, oh, if I feel safe in the world, then it implies that I'm motivated to take action. But really, what I was motivated to do was receive more input because I was still like scratching at the inside of the egg. It wasn't ex- it wasn't time to be
0: motivated to go. It was mo- time part. to be motivated to chill than allow. Part, <laughs> that part is, again, such a major piece that I think it's super easy for our little brains to forget. Cause again, the world is the left. The world is the strategic and constantly, 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 like all day long, we are being sold that there is a strategy that will put you on an upward trajectory and it'll be all gravy. Absolutely. Well, and
1: it's like the idea that any strategy does that it's like, (laughs) even even just the the trust your gut like i can't trust my gut you can't trust your gut my roommate my boyfriend they don't have guts to trust like that (laughs) Like
0: (laughs) the one size fits all prescriptive energy like so reeks of like the medical industry and Mm -hmm. the education system you know all of these things again, just feel like they continue to box us in, continuing to attempt to homogenize thought and keep ideas moving in one direction, you know, and it's just like, you know, the things that come out of those kinds of systems can't help but bear rotten fruit because it's rotten roots. Like it's, again, this like one size fits all, very transactional nature. It's like teaching people how to obey, not teaching people how to think and to have an experience for themselves and to actually realize the inherent value of their unique experience.
1: Yes, yes, that part, exactly. Because then when you get that, you come to recognize that other people don't need to be having your experience for you to connect with them. <laughs> <You know?
0: laughs> wow, are you saying that we can move on from the trauma bond? Like that's not the only way we get to connect with each other? Oh my God, yes, yes. yes. Freedom. Yeah.
1: Freedom from, from all of it. Like really that, oh gosh, we're so we're so well-trained to not want it yeah a hundred percent. but this awful awful world is making that fall apart so in a way that isn't all bad like it's really that's a topic that is impossible as yet for me to talk about like how things that seem to be basically actually not good could be good but then i'm like oh What I'm actually saying is that the whole concepts of good and evil are just as colonized as anything else that we're just accepting, like
0: as a culture, and that that doesn't exist either. Right. And it's just it's like this kind of binding agreement that we've put ourselves in that really just limits our conscious mind. Like it, it limits our ability to perceive the possibility that all experiences yield what some might call good and what some might call bad. So that all expressions will have somewhat of an uplifting effect on one area of the field and a push down effect on another area of the field. This is why like, I've very much begun this migration away from that intention that everything I'm doing is of service and to help others. Because I'm like, even my intention to help is is going to be disempowering for other people, is going to be limiting for other people. So I would prefer to keep my (laughs) intentions totally clean and be like, I'm expressing this and offering this and showing up like this because it's true, period. Yeah, absolutely. And I
1: think that's almost the only way to tell the truth. (laughs) You know? Yeah! Like like we change too much for anything else to be true in certain ways. and yeah. um, and we, we aren't here to just like establish something and hold on to it. There's nothing mm. in nature that suggests that, you
0: know? No, I mean, what, 99% of all species that have been on this planet are now extinct? Right? Some, some yes. percentage like that.
1: And, yeah. And this whole, this whole earth has
0: experienced five, five. Ex- extinctions already. Yeah, those mass extinctions, yeah, and they're saying like, oh, we're, we're precipicing another one. And we could we could fixate on that and allow it to like, you know stir up the fear and the anxiety and the worry and the doubt and the distrust of life itself. And also, I feel like we have <laughs> the exact same option to be like, We've been here before, this is a continuation process that we're a part of, that we are expressing as. There, there is no real end to fear. And everything that has been here is still here, like in our DNA. Absolutely, yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, the, the, the idea of lack and loss are kind of not,
0: they're incomplete they're not real. Oh, I love <laughs> how you said the word incomplete. That's just, that's just like the, ooh, that's the perfect yeah. word for me about it. Cause it's, it's just the truth. Like there's so much possibility. And I, I feel like that's probably the number one, the foundational principle for what, what my art is about Now these days, you know, it's
1: very—it's
0: very very clearly about encouraging and inspiring possibility in the other, because I, I believe that's like this first doorway that begins to allow you to explore things from a slightly different state of consciousness. You know, when we are really locked in to one position, you know. We can only see what we can see from that position's vantage point. Like I was Absolutely. Like the ego, right? Like the only reason he uses the protective and defense mechanisms he does is because at his level of consciousness, where he's standing, this is these are the tools that make sense to use.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So in that way, you're giving permission for people to explore these things that will then eventually allow them to transcend the need for that permission. Exactly, <laughs> that's
0: that, that part, exactly that part. You know, I think this is the role of manifestors, right? Like we're here to be the initiators in society. We are like, I love, I love how Ra actually once said, Y'all are like, we're like retired warriors, you know? So we've got a lot of fucking energy and it's now peacetime. So we've got to learn a constructive thing to do with that passion and fire that's in us while our divine directive is to really be still in this lifetime, really be still now, instead of go force our opinions and our our perspectives onto the world. And yeah, like, that role of initiator, it feels so transient to me, you know, like I, I notice a lot of people in, in the coaching world, especially uh, the, it seems like the goal is to enroll lifelong students. And while I, I, I love the, the thread of people who have continued to come back to my spaces, it feels so different because I feel like it's always just been this invitation. For us to expand together, because I'm always like, I'm going through the underworld with you guys. This is not yeah. like this is not like something I'm setting. Well, that's up why for I want to go with you, yeah. you
1: know. Like that—that that is exactly what makes sense. It's like you are—you uh, are just as much a participant in this life. Your soul is like your soul is. Reaching towards exactly what it's reaching towards, and you aren't trying to tell it what to do. That part.
0: So, that part. <laughs> for me.
1: Yeah, like that. That's very clear when you speak with you, when you learn from you, when you like wrap together, and that is, I think, what you offer also. Mm. In- it's like, I don't need you to take me all the way there. I just need you to give me the, I need you to be like, look at this map and I'll stand there with you. Yes, you know? <laughs> That was like exactly
0: my role in this whole game of life. I'm recognizing it's just, you know, I, I honestly feel like the kind of going journey in, into the underworld, like that role and the initiating of people into that role Is very much like birth and death doulaing. It's it's you know supporting (laughs) the crossing of thresholds from one world to the other. And you know this Monday I went to a death cafe that my friend Alyssa is hosting in Denver, and it was like wow. First of all, such a blessing to just be like openly discussing death with like a group of like ten people. So powerful. And it just, it reminded me of like, essentially the heart of what I do or I offer is opportunities for people to die while they're still alive.
1: Yeah. Yes. And and that's the best, that's like the best gift you can give someone because really, that's funny. You say it that way and you could literally in a less descriptive way, be like, that's the feminine you just there she is that and is her you know she you invite- don't have to fear death die die, die every day
0: Ugh. you're dying
1: every day regardless of what you think is going on and yet the sun comes up
0: that and you part. come to life <laughs> literally that part there's like there's this quote from uh my boyfriend's favorite band who is quickly become one of the most influential bands in my life they're called blood and yeah. but they say this <laughs> phrase that's like there's n- oh no death is known only doorways ooh and i was like so far i've never met a death that did not like immediately be followed by a rebirth <gasps> yeah yeah wow that is so
1: incredible i I love that i actually if you can use this or not but so wow you just like got me so hard right then um i don't know if we've ever discussed this but when i was 18 my dad's sociopathic wife tried to hire a hitman to kill him and um and my you know, eighty-year-old diabetic grandmother was like she. She was actually found out later on that she was poisoning her with her insulin, so oh, she would have been. She would have shortly followed. But um, it was the most incredible experience I have ever and will ever have to see this force in my life that my dad has really always been extremely important to me, whether we were getting along or not talking or whatever. He was yeah. Like, real ass dad and mm. i got to see it was like he was completely flayed open like no he came out of that situation knowing that he might have died knowing that somebody that he loved tried to wanted to kill him yes and it broke apart every vein gross just like twisted weird thing that was going on with him. you know just like the gross twisted normal vanities that people yes. experience also it was like the late 90s or the early 2000s so people were still like thriving in these ways that are not as familiar right now but like at that time i remember they used to kind of be mean like they would like be like talking making fun of people on the street just like not feeling like um just like the general order of kindness Mm. was that important. And then I just got to see like the complete bearing of the truth of this person and what really was real for him. And what was real for him is like, honestly, he's like a traditional (laughs) Aquarian. He loves (laughs) you know like he loves community he hates the police he thinks that like the things that you know our values actually match each other in a lot of ways that I don't know if I ever would have found out about had he not had this like life eviscerating experience like it's like here's what doesn't count here's the few like just the couple things that do and once you uncover those things you don't return from them that, you don't return to the vanity
0: <laughs> that just reminds me i mean like that's the a brilliant beautiful expression of the hero's journey it's like you know when anana goes down to the underworld it's like every piece of clothing is ripped from her and then when she's killed she's flayed and her flesh hung up on hooks <laughs> in the fucking underworld for 3 days or whatever yeah. And then, you know, these magical spirits come to her, revive her, and she returns with this, what they call in the hero's journey, the boon, the, the thing that no one can take from you, which is I can survive even death. Yes. That <laughs> I think just opens people up to a level that no thing you could learn from another human mind will ever offer you
1: yeah absolutely I mean it's it's the present moment it's really (laughs) you know that's what that's the boon (laughs)
0: literally. (laughs) and maybe
1: it's always the boon actually now that I'm thinking about it
0: (laughs) yo I mean the actual one and it's like there's these connective threads that allow us to come back into the present moment Like you, those are the first treasures, the treasures that remind you of the present. And then you sit in the present for a little while. And it's like, this is the boon that always is. You get to choose to experience this or not. It's very much like the kingdom of heaven, the Dharmakaya, the, the tree of life. It's like, are we choosing to just walk and talk and be with life itself are we so invested to the figuring it out and the planning <laughs> and the protecting to actually really have a true lived experience with life? Yes, absolutely. And I'm so glad
1: that you say that. Is that is actually like now that I have been spent, I mean, I've spent two and a half years doing almost nothing but studying different systems yeah. of, of you know human design the i ching astrology and, tarot, yeah. and even more things that i'm not thinking of like it really went deep into everything but what i am now finding is like i'm continuing these experiments and i'm to sub- i'm continuing the rituals that i've committed to yes in but what i end up showing myself is that there is no replacing the experience of life there is no amount of moon gate talk or readings that I can give a person or myself or that anyone can give you or you can receive that is not dependent upon your presence in the moment.
0: (laughs) Oh, literally, period, 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 like that. That's just the real facts. And I, I find that A lot of the confusion that swirls around, I I kind of hate this phrase now, but whatever, I'll use it because it's like everybody knows what I'm talking about when I say doing the work. Um, (laughs) But really what most people end up spinning out about and never entering into the work they have to do or whatever um, is, is that that sensation or that feeling of like, I don't have life itself isn't enough. And I'm not enough that it tends to be this like self-reflective mirror that goes back and forth. And we say to ourselves, my life experiences aren't enough. Like I have to go to this institution or I have to go to this authority figure and figure things out. Or Mm -hmm. I have to like, I have to go find it, you know, and this is no shade or hate to the seeker. The seeker is an important like archetype that we all play through on some point in our journey that leads us to the experiences that allow us to realize, oh, it's all here right now. I never had to go anywhere. It's like that pilgrimage kind of thing. Like you've got to take it to realize The temple is actually your body. Yeah,
1: like you are the temple. The temple is... I mean, really, you, when you got on that cringe moment for a while, not that you... I mean, I guess maybe you were having an internal cringe moment that I'm you like- were transmuting. <laughs> <laughs> totally was. <laughs> but like, it's so real. Like, there is no... There is no major societal improvement that I know about in the last hundred years that hasn't required a massive cringe segment of it, (laughs) you know, like, um, and every once in a while, somebody will kind of catch on to it. I remember like 30 Rock would often catch on to it where they would like do something really awkward and weird and uncomfortable and then they would address it, but keep doing it. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and it's, it's funny because they actually did end up sort of getting called out in these ways, but I feel they were almost prepared for that call out because they were saying like, this isn't really what we're trying to get at, but we're not ahead of ourselves. You yeah. like, ultimately can only be where you are. <laughs>
0: (laughs) Exactly that part. Exactly that part. And I feel like, you know, it's that perceived gap between where you are and where you want to be. Right. That like really keeps people from actually just participating with life. Right. And like that participation, it feels like this, this new essence that is replacing doing for me, you know, it's, it's participation, which, which for me means as I am in relationship with life and especially with the creative pulse that I experience. it's how is life Asking me to participate today? Is it asking me to rest? Is it asking me to be still and silent? Or is it asking me to reach out and inform people? Is it asking me to make those connections or say the thing that has all this initiative juice around it? You know, it's really coming back again to being, first of all, available for the (laughs) people. Being present and available for the signal and and then being in relationship and not seeing it as like, this is something I have to do, but it's more like the risk, the devotional response to being able to feel life. I'm like, oh my God, I feel you leading me somewhere. That's amazing. So I want to go where I'm being led. Think- yes, that's been
1: my only that's been the only thing that I can when I meditate, if I meditate in a direction, which I <laughs> rarely do, the only thing I can ever come up with is like guides whoever self yes, <laughs> part of me that is God. yes, just just let me let me use me properly just let me be used properly in this life, which is like, I know what I think that looks like. I think that just looks like love. I think that there are very few other things even in the category that my soul is particularly trying to do with itself. But it's like, just allow me to continue doing the things with ease and Mm. show me what I need to know when I need to know it. Like give give me the grace to be that patient because I know that you're looking out for me, whatever you are, whether you're me or something, you know, whatever.
0: (laughs) I am like so struck. I feel like you just uttered the most powerful prayer of all time. Like, wow, thanks. No, I truly just felt that in my core because ultimately, you know especially a system like human design, it implies designer. Do
1: you mm-hmm. feel that? Yes, absolutely. Which is funny because it's like, just come along for the ride. So then what does that do? Like <laughs> if you're the designer, but you're also the passenger, what is the implication there? Cause that's beautiful
0: in a way. Yeah. like. <laughs> I want to it's say, complicated. Yeah, I felt my mind like rush to fill that space, but instead, I just want to breathe into that void for a second. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> oh, you know, I, I sense like just, I sense, I desire to know myself. hmm And the passenger and observer, the passenger and driver phenomenon is the how. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I can feel right now. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Like, it's like,
1: Gosh, yeah, absolutely. Because it's like, really, what do I need? I need for my body to continue telling me when not to do things. Like, <laughs> that's, that's really, it's the, for me, it's that simple. And the more I discover about myself, the more I realize that I actually cannot tell the difference between inspiration and whatever else might be like, I don't know, mind thought, like, when I say something that is special, it doesn't feel any different to me. Like sometimes people report a different experience of that. Um, But I I don't get that. So for me, it has to just be like, just allow me the openness to be present with what is and then continue to try, like it's really just a continuous relationship with trust in all things. It's like once you have the trust with yourself then I don't know maybe maybe this is individual maybe it's collective I don't know but it's like once I'm learned to trust myself I can't help but extend that to everything that is like everything's core Mm
0: -hmm. certainly
1: not the surface of everything but certainly
0: (laughs) yeah I I feel that really deeply as well and It's almost like, for me, as I participated in the steps that my soul required in order to be able to trust me, from that blossomed this, this deeper relationship with life, and because I was embodying this trust for myself, what was revealing itself to me was life itself is trustworthy. And so if I feel that we are all ultimately this process that is life, like we are verb more than noun, we are happening Mm. more than single point. Um, like if I really agree to that, then I can actually trust you to do what's your role and what's the correct thing for you. Even if like by say human design language, it isn't in alignment or it isn't correct for them to do. I still feel like because I can trust life, I can actually trust every expression that reveals itself to me, every experience that I have, every, you know, even confrontation or attack that that someone brings to my door. I had an experience of this just the other day where I truly felt in the moment of communicating with this person, I am being attacked. It hurts so bad to feel attacked. And I was just allowing myself to have that lived experience, but I didn't identify with, you know, I am being attacked. It was, I'm feeling this feeling and I let myself have that feeling. And once, as you know, emotions move through, they've got like They've got their shelf life, you know, <laughs> like people don't want to sure believe you. that, but if you are open to moving the emotion through, it very much has a shelf life for being in your system. It will pass through. So once it did, it's just like, there was this deep, deep opening to see in myself how a situation from a day or two before this, what felt like an external attack towards me, I felt two days before how much i had armored up against someone wow and i like immediately it just like all connected and i was like you know you manifested an external experience of being attacked because you were already embodying that there's stuff that you need to be protected from yes absolutely Ooh, damn (laughs) (laughs) That was a that was a really like, whoa, I didn't expect to get there from diving into what that experience was all about. You know, I mean, my brain yeah. definitely wanted to make what's up with this person who's attacking me. But as you know, as we're exploring the mirrors of relationships, stuff, <laughs> it's like you we no longer can stop at it's about you. You know, yeah. it's like, yeah. If I'm feeling charged about something, there's a part of this that's for me and it's up to me to create the space and the presence to allow that the root of that experience to blossom and actually show me the fruits that it's creating in my life
1: oh yes, absolutely I mean really that that is just i mean I feel like that's almost the only process like I can also identify with that the last couple of days but um more the part where you just have the experience and then you immediately get the correction where it's just like oh oh okay I used to have to wait months to see how I had not done this intuitive thing (laughs) now it's just like oh okay oh okay and in and and then that's how you really learn that's how you decide what is good for you and Oh, It was suggested to me like four years ago in a Krishnamurti book um, Mm. or like collection of letters with which he says something like, if you see something in yourself that you don't like, don't do anything, just observe it, just continue to live your life, just observe it, and I was like okay. I could try that. And after like a year and a half, I was in, I was having a normal phone conversation and someone said something to me and I responded in a way that was so unfamiliar to myself mm. that, that I was reminded of this Krishnamurti text. And I was like, oh my God, we did it. We did it! <laughs> <And> now." <laughs> And that's the moment where you come out of the meditation because you realize that you just attained this moment of presence. Yes.
0: You know? It's always the like realization that I've actually gotten there that always takes us out of there, right? And it's like, but and
1: then it's like you know what? Then what you start to realize as you continue getting there and taking yes. yourself out is that you stop taking yourself out without noticing, and that is what he's saying. Yes, it's exactly. Like, we, we ultimately do want, like no matter how much out of alignment we are, our yes. hearts still want to go towards the things that are good for us. So Absolutely. if all we could do is observe, that's all we need to do. Like yes. it's, that's a long timeline, but in a way, I feel like there is a certain earnestness of that that is what we're always aiming for. Like what we keep on mm-hmm. talking about is like life experiencing itself and and our minds our strategies are you know are trying to tell us that that is not enough but ultimately in each discovery that's reinforced it's just life living
0: yes oh my god like and this this for me everything you just said right there just ding 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 across so many different data points like you know my my profile my second number is a 3 and i think this is huge for the third lines in the world it's like we're here to express through discovery yes. exploration like they're literally like they say this like there's literally no wrong for a line 3 because <laughs> mm-hmm. everything they do is in the spirit of exploration and discovery
1: Absolutely. I actually discovered over the last several years that almost everyone I've ever dated is a one-three.
0: And my profile.
1: Hell yeah. <laughs> Scorpio Risings in one three. Y'all are for me. <laughs> um, but that is like, I feel like it's actually been a mantra of my life that I've accidentally been telling all of these loved people where I'm just like, just keep going, just keep yes. going, yeah. just keep going. And yeah. it's, it's like, you will get there. And it's the only thing that is holding you back from being there now. There. You are always there. Uh, And I also just almost just burst into tears thinking about (laughs) how I could not have had this conversation three years ago. Like I couldn't have come up with any of these things. And I'm just, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Thank you (laughs) amplifying that. Like I feel the exact same way, you know, like, especially when I, when I go down, I, I go very like, you know just not working hard enough to, to like be a servant of the message, you know, like it's, it's always that same thread. It's like that retired warrior forgot Mm -hmm. he's retired. And he just, he feels so bad because he can never do enough because his nature is that he is responsible. And he's like, I acknowledge all the power that I have. So if I don't fix everything, what am I doing? You know, like (laughs) it's like a weird multi-dimensional reaction to like just where you are at the time, but totally, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah,
1: I think that as you were just saying that I'm like, oh, but what I get from you is that I always get to see you where you're at, which is really the only way that we get to really truly learn from each other is by showing up where we're at and being in that space. So in a funny way, now that we're like having this conversation and I'm thinking about that cringe period and I'm like, "Oh wow, you are, like, you're like you you are making the blueprint out of yourself and actually doing what I'm always saying to everyone to do, which is like literally all you do is you show up and you show up however you truly want to and just allow yourself to be seen in that space.
0: Because that's all there is. (laughs) That is like, that's where we can go. It's like, (laughs) that's so major, allowing (laughs) yourself to be seen in the process, to be seen as a process.
1: Yeah. Like everyone believes, one of the things that I notice is that, like, the reason why people have a problem with social media is because they're identifying with it and they are doing the thing the brain does where it skips steps because that yes. because if it didn't our lives would be we couldn't live <laughs> Like literally we literally couldn't get anything done ever so it's like i see something i have decided that is the whole and i'm insufficient but yes. when we allow ourselves to be vulnerable like that's what it's funny because I think that even in a way, like the way that people attach to like the really cringe things in reality television are like just like these like fake real things. It's yes. like giving you a, uh, an approximation of what it would look like to be earnest and what it would look like <laughs> for people to be seen. <laughs> <You> oh. <know?
0: laughs>
1: it's like still through the tv is still not harmful it's still not accessible I still don't have to myself (laughs) yes oh my god
0: it's like our deepest
1: fears of being seen is that we would be those people but it's like if we would just be those people then we would
0: be almost done being those people (laughs) it's exactly that you know there's like uh you know in kind of an in integral human design thought where they marry gene keys in human design mm-hmm. um they talk about like the essence of the throat center being like this journey from discord to harmony mm. and yep. i really feel into with that center specifically because i know you know especially f- like the feminine, we're 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 all messed up in the sacral chakra, mm-hmm. and are all messed up in the throat chakra. These are our big, yep. like we keep it keep it in here, you know. but mm-hmm. <laughs> really she's got to be like like a pull all the way through her to like fully be in total access to the gift of her magic, her direct connection to source and creation, and all that magic. Yes. Mm. yes. She's got to be that, you know, open in these two major openings, you know, to the field. And that throat center for me very much reminds me of body as instrument. And the only way we take a discorded instrument into harmony is by toning the discorded notes. We've got to tone and tune and tone and tune and be vulnerable enough to let people know how terrible we sound in this yes. discord.
1: Ooh. Oh, I mean, that's one I can't identify with in any way at all. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Next
0: topic. <laughs> <laughs> that is just like a huge thread for me. And you know, like, That cringe moment last year where, you know, I'm safe to be seen, enjoying my unusual life was born. Like Mm -hmm. that whole thing really boils down to like how protective I've always been of how people receive me. Sure. You know, and it has something to do, I think, with. Trying to manage other people's experiences. No, that's exactly what. It is. Yes, absolutely. It's simply that. And you know, if we can commit to just the relationship between ourselves and life, and staying in our own experience, I think the experience of living in that way is actually like we've been speaking about all the wisdom that we actually need for a mutation from transaction to real relationship from attachment to sovereign chosen connected communing with other beings absolutely
1: and like a hint that i got from as you were talking about that is also that like that that people management ultimately if you think about it like if you're trying to manage other people then there's like a set there's something misaligned just in trying to do that literally, but, like and it's like I mean I understand that nobody like nobody is out there trying to feel rejection from other people what regardless but that <laughs> like but at the same time those people would not be magnetized to you without this like element the that, that Tuning will adjust. So it's like, even allowing that space that is like feels really risky and feels really like mean or whatever thing that is just like, I can't be handled (laughs) by others. Yes. (laughs) It's like, well, yeah, in this version kind of can't, but it's like this, this being is attracting beings that also need these kinds of tuning and whether they get yes. that or not has nothing to do with you. Literally you might even that. have a big part in it. You could even be the catalyst for it. And it still wouldn't have anything to do with you.
0: you oh my God. I was literally just contemplating the 12th gate, like through the gene keys, like Richard Rudd's, like mm. approximation of that essence. And it's like key part. Is, is purity. Like that's the city of it. Like the wisdom of that is, is purity. And mm. I just kept feeling into it, like for myself, because again, I have been struggling over the past two weeks in my down, in my underworld with the ego's resistance to surrender. The ego mm. like feels so responsible, has to do it all, all this kind of stuff. And I was like, we have to recognize that we leave our purity, when we go to war or go to work to make these things happen and to manage these experiences or these others, or even myself, right? Like all the, all the ways in which I, I leave the realization that I am vessel being lived through, being danced through, being breathed through. Anytime I leave that, I'm leaving the purity of my essence that's unique to my design. And ultimately like that 12th gate for me is always calling me back to remembering I am not the one doing any of the initiating actually, you know, it's, it's not me <laughs> doing it. It's not me. It's, it's this flesh matrix you know with like... <laughs> <laughs> just a moment for
1: a flesh matrix yeah.
0: hey, <laughs> <laughs> i love it like but really you know it's like yeah.
1: It's you in time. It's you in your idea of time.
0: Like it's all, yes. (laughs) But it's such a, it's like that continuation and that life as process idea, like, it it blows that delusion out of the water where it's like, I have to do this and I have to do it right. I have to do this correctly. I really have to, you know, make them proud, you know, make life proud of like how I can deliver this message or this vision to the world. Again, it just, it's, it's moving from this essence of like, I have to prove something. I have to earn it. I have to do it. And Real surrender comes, or real peace, which is manifestor theme, Mm -hmm. life theme stuff. Real peace comes from surrendering and realize realizing I've never been the one doing it. Like I get, I get the choice to participate at whatever level of awareness that I want, and what I'm willing to feel. God gets to feel through me what I'm willing to experience God gets to experience through me you know yes full chills
1: on that Mm -hmm. yes absolutely your unadulterated experience (laughs)
0: yeah that I think is like like in essence like God the creator the designer gave me the gift of life And for me to feel and be present for the experience is the gift I am able to give back, to breathe out back. Yes. (laughs) Yes.
1: Yes. Oh, that's so beautiful. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love that so much. That actually is something that I often talk with friends about that I'm like, always good to repeat this, but like um, receiving gifts, receiving compliments, allowing someone to like, tell you, you look nice without correcting them or telling them that they look nice too, or whatever. That is a gift that you are giving. There is nothing that is like, if we have a continuum, like giving and receiving, nothing exists outside of that process in the process, you know? (laughs) 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 Literally
0: that. And that's this is the energy, like we've been hovering around this whole conversation, Peggy Sue, but like this, this is the room that I am feeling called to next. It is, you know, the, basically the paradigm in which entrepreneurship and businesses and companies all exist in, which, you know, we could say it's all under capitalism, but I'll just say it's under this separated transactional doing business with one another. And I feel the room that's above this, this essence that's available that the business entrepreneurial world, company world, whatever, that was like a, it was like a launch pad for us, like a jumping off point. It was like the place in which we, we could discover the portal, but that next room is really the continuum, the, we never stop giving and receiving. We never stop inflowing and outflowing to one another. We never stop expanding and contracting, you know? Yeah. These big movements that are like, I mean, like they sound like the movements of the book of changes, you know, the I Ching, like uh, these are just the, the ways that nature expresses herself to us absolutely. And when we stop getting in the way like we get to just go on the ride and actually the magic of the ride is like we get to have all of our desires in there everything yeah it's, it's all there <laughs> <laughs> everything that's like an authentic original to me desire we get to have it there there's no separation in the continuum it's all there. It's all happening. And we're there right now. And what I really feel is simply our, like, honestly, I feel like it's a lot to do with our language. Like we're just kind of continue to participate in, You know, I'm doing business, and we're like, oh my
1: gosh, yeah.
0: I keep seeing this rebranding of selling, the rebranding of business. You know, it's like, you know, business owners will change the world, and we we need (laughs) all the kind-hearted people to have these incredibly powerful, wealthy companies because that's the only paradigm that we know of in order to enact change. But we've got to remember that this system is born out of the seed of force. It's never been true power. So, as much as we want to polish up the turd of selling and business, like, sh- like she still yeah. thinks I still smell her.
1: Yes. Oh yeah. my God. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, it's, it also is like, it's something that as we, as we like get away, even just as individuals who need, you know, just individuals in America, like we do need to do things that business gives us like pay rent or whatever. But it's like, if we just like recognize that we are not business, (laughs) if we just like recognize that but we are doing it and if we're not doing it, we know that too. Like our language yeah. gives us all of this excuse making. All of our excuse making comes through, maybe not all, but a lot of it comes through language. I it, agree. Comes, you know, it comes through in the difference between me looking at something, thinking I understand it and either choosing not to speak yet or choosing to say, that's what that is, you know? <clears throat> like. It's Literally, that. sometimes, and when we like, oh, I guess for me, I guess decolonizing has always been a big word for me. We <laughs> like decolonize the the mind that thinks that the way that we get those things is through this like contracted, transactional events that I, are unsatisfying to everyone. That part I, I
0: I do not like there's no part of me that like first of all cosigns or agrees, but also that can see why there are so many like really brilliant people on the planet right now who are leaning so hard into business as the way to create <laughs> the better world our hearts know is more is possible you know I I don't get that I'm like the tool like it, what Audre Lorde said like the tools of the master will not deconstruct the master's house or, or mm-hmm. I'm, even butch- I'm probably yeah. butchering that yeah I, maybe Bell <laughs> said it fuck me it doesn't matter <laughs> I think that
1: one was Andre lord like anything either of them have to say put it there it's great but it's there yeah that's no that's it's true. true and I mean I think you and I I've specifically talked to you about like part of my reflector project the last couple of years was like figuring out how much money I actually needed to live and what did I need to do for it yes and trusting that I could continue doing things the way that it felt right to me was something that I needed literally I like needed my hand held so to be like you know dragged onto a different hill every so often like yes you can still trust yes you can still trust yes and like that didn't mean that I never got a job again I did get a job and the job that i got supports me in all kinds of ways that i couldn't have asked for because i was open to taking the risk and vulnerability of saying no to things that didn't feel right to me like Mm. in that way i continue to get money every couple weeks so i can do this earth stuff like Mm. but i like if i everyone in my life not everyone that's I hate that word this is exactly (laughs) the kind of shit that I am like don't do that you can't make you can't reduce anything to anywhere but so many people are just like you know why aren't you making money doing what you and I are doing right now and I'm like this is what I'm here for it doesn't actually it doesn't track to me that I need to get paid
0: hmm it.
1: it, it's like if there are offer if there are events that occur where people want to support me financially because of the things that I bring to them and they are in a position to do so awesome if not I'm not gonna withhold the things that I have to share with people who don't have enough money to that, hear it like are you no
0: yeah <laughs> that. that's like it's so major because you know ultimately, ultimately were were this intersecting like well multidimensional expression right and like there's a part of our expression that is like this is what i must do you know like not the should not the have yeah. to, the must like for me to speak how i see the world is a must That came with me from birth. You know, like my mom always loves telling the story that I came out of the womb talking. I was just babbling. It was like I had a voice and I was going to use it. There was like no stopping that. And I feel like I was able to create the pathway towards what I'm doing now and the level my art is at now because for like fucking what, three years, I'd show up on Instagram for free and just talk about what was pulsing through my heart for like two hours, you know, and that, you know, led me to a new expression of my path and a new way to create art. And it felt true and it felt correct to create an initiation of resource of money around those experiences. And, you know all of that felt so true for me. And it has never felt like I've sold anyone on something. It has never felt like I've had to convince people to (laughs) enter the space. Like what has always felt true to me is I send out a signal, you know? Yes
1: and really it's like that's all we can do like that is the that is it it's like you send it out and it is received and everybody who can receive it can receive it and that is that is the deep energy stuff that is beyond transaction
0: it's beyond yes yes and that's I feel I feel like you know we've talked about a ton of systems but Ultimately, those systems are basically like a guide rail for us to reach the essence of what our experience offers us. Like, like the the systems themselves are are not like this endpoint or final authority or ultimate truth or anything of that nature. But it's, you know, things we can pass through ways that we can reshape or reform or reposition where our consciousness is simply so that we can actually receive the bioavailability of nutrients that's in the experiences we actually have and have already had and will have like that data (laughs) data is available to us. And like, that's again, why I have been drawn to systems throughout my life is just, you know, like, Help me support me in creating, you know, a uh, uh, a process of of opening to life.
1: Yes, that's
0: the prayer. Yes, a million percent to being the vessel. That's that's really uh, the thing. Absolutely.
1: Oh my goodness, that's uh, yeah, we're the cauldron,
0: you know, Amen. like that's
1: the first and. There are a couple of I ching ones that always like strike me the most and the cauldron is one of them because a, like the foundational energy is always going to be the first line of the thing and the first yes. line of the cauldron is where you flip it over because it's
0: full of dirt. <laughs> you know, where it's full of
1: age, you know. See,
0: like yeah, I posted something on Instagram yesterday which I feel like completely mirrors that expression where it's like when it comes to co-creating with life, we can, we've, we've got to unravel inertia and then we have to build, build a new momentum. And a lot of people are like, you know, I'm going to just right now divert my attention towards what I'm creating. And you know what, that works for people from what I've seen so far. It works for people for a certain period of time. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: You know, you, you choosing your will is so powerful that choosing what you're going to put momentum into can absolutely shift things right where you are, right now, without ever looking at your past, without ever unpacking stuff, without like thinking about wounds, all of that. Yes, you can, but you will eventually come to a point on your expansion journey where you hit a fucking wall, and that yes. wall is built up undigested life experiences. Period.
1: Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And that is well, and, like
0: Aldrin needing to be tumped over. <laughs>
1: Well and we need it because it, like I mean going with the I Ching in particular the what that little segment made me think of it's like in 31 we have mutual influence in 32 we have long lasting but what follows 32 is retreat <laughs> and what follows retreat is great power <laughs> you oh. know so it's like yeah absolutely sometimes there are times where you are able to focus in a direction and that is maybe exactly the universe's time and space for you to do that and yes. then you have to continue to not attach yes <laughs> exactly like, that I feel like that's part of my probably current process because right now I recognize that I'm on a massive like upswing yes and and I recognize it so that's cool but yeah um, there, there was the time where I would spend hours and hours on the phone with, with friends being like, "What, do, what is detachment though? Like, what is detachment? Mm. How about if we say it another way? How about if we put more or less syllables in the word? And it still didn't add up until it did. Yeah. So it's like, ah, <laughs> just keep returning to that. No matter what we talk about. It's like, at some point, you naturally integrate the things that you need. And in order for that integration to happen, you need rest. And I, you know, also, hot take, some of our lows might just be literal need for rest that we're not addressing. Hello. <laughs> you know, if you lay down, does it still feel as sharp? <laughs> you know, like just sometimes.
0: Exactly. Dude, I feel that in my core, there is like, uh, like a pattern that I, I, I see come up every now and again. And it's where I'm, I'm, I'm really workshopping something. Right. So like something's come through my channel or I've been very inspired by something and I'm workshopping that expression. I find that that's the space for me where it is super easy to fall just back into that like trying to control things forgetting that you know (laughs) i need space to like actually rest for what i've received to actually settle like settling (laughs) is such a major movement in the creative process oh so important (laughs) we deny that from ourselves it's basically saying I refuse to take the necessary next step so that I naturally arrive where I'm going. Please just take me where I'm going. (laughs) And listen, bitch, I'm all here for a quantum leap, but it's like, you know, while this process may not be totally linear and predictable, there are still this before the, that, like I love the way the Ching is like structured in that way where it's like this leads to this there's this buildup that happens and then this is the way energy transforms after the crescendo of that expression very much like reminds me that emotional states and energies in and of themselves are transient constantly moving things you know? Yes.
1: <laughs> yeah and we need all of it we need we, every we need every last need bit of it, it.
0: Every we part don't...
1: of the expression. And it's like, then every single thing that we have said, like, and I mean, in a way, everything we say is kind of frosting because it's like, <laughs> ultimately, it's all one. It's all one. The end. Yeah, <laughs> literally. <laughs> <really>. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, we we like learn we need the process of learning how to surrender for some reason you know like yes. we need to go through that orbit over and over and over again for some reason like maybe yes. for maybe for us in particular it's like so that we can show other people how that path looks because God, like when i i often talk to people especially if i do readings for people and like family comes up and stuff of like the ability to accept that you don't get to change other people's experience no matter how much you love them or want the best for them or whatever think you know what's best for them yes it's like if somebody told me that I was going to choose to deal with all of my trauma for my whole life and what that would look like like wow, I don't know how you could possibly convince me to just like should uh, be like yeah that sounds awesome like other <laughs> other than just to be like this is the only way you can really attach to your own nature in the universe which is unattachable because it's nature like Literally, even yeah. that if you said it to me I would be like okay but on the other hand could I like get a pool and uh you know whatever <laughs> desires on this yes. earth I think I have
0: yes like, <laughs> like Yeah. (laughs) And the real gag is the universe is like, oh yeah, totally. Yes. You can have all of your preferences, you know, (laughs) Yeah, when you you really (laughs) drop into that connection with your true nature, you know, it's like, there are natural preferences, there's natural desires, natural things we want to explore and express. And ultimately I feel that the nature of interbeing permeates this entire reality. The, uh, the law of correspondences, whatever title you want to <laughs> give this, but the as within, so without as below above, so below thing, like everything is constantly reflecting, you know, mm-hmm. where'd my train go? That bitch <laughs> like jumping <laughs> tracks today. Like no one's business, but guess what? I get to say this from now on. I always forget that I get to say this that's the feminine.
1: Oh, yeah! I mean, it's literally a nonlinear nature of the universe coming in to support that statement.
0: Yes. Oh, thank you, the feminine. Yes. We love fruit so damn much. Okay. I actually got a really good question that I wanted to bring in from Instagram. Oh, sure. um, yeah. Let's see. I think I saved it, screenshotted it. Yeah, I did. Okay. So I want us to just like riff on this for a little bit and then I want to respect your time and we'll wrap this up because this has been so juicy already. I don't Um, like it's a three or four hour podcast. No, I I was literally talking the other day and was like, I think I am the spiritual Joe Rogan. Like I can't have a conversation that is not three plus hours long. (laughs) I'm like, that is like, that's kind of insane, but whatever it is who I
1: am. Same, honestly.
0: Like, uh, okay. This also feels like a very feminine quality. Like the, the desire to just kind of, um, unfurl and unspiral just as long as it takes, you know, with like no ending goal we're end in mind we're just like we're kind of just pulling the thread
1: oh that's so beautiful I'm seeing absolutely because it. it's like and especially if you if you make it a thread or make it a a, a vine once you start unfurling you're like oh goodness I don't want to interrupt this little flower or like oh that's interesting you could actually undo this even more like yes. oh, yeah definitely Y'all I'm so thankful best for best. that for that quality like oh my goodness it's actually one of the measures of my closest friends is like can we get to the end of a conversation without interrupting ourselves and it's like no oh
0: my god (laughs) gross (laughs) (laughs) because it's like it's so I don't know like I feel I feel that on one dimension so one way of looking at things like in essence life creation is just like spontaneously emerging. Always. And the nature (laughs) of these kinds of conversations that are just flowing and here's this thread and like, yeah, maybe I'll loop it back around, but, but maybe that's not the point. Like maybe ultimately all the like lost trains of thought and the like derailment moments are ultimately leading to a greater opening where something novel can actually emerge from us versus us just, you know, regurgitating whatever goes on in our brain at this moment. Like, this is, I think, yeah. the magic of like two unique energy systems coming together. It's like emergence, just, it's like the chemistry is ripe for emergence and novelty. And I fucking love that hell yeah same here same same (laughs) let's hear
1: this question okay let's get
0: into this so the question is how can we use human design as a communication tool between our souls and our meat suits or our body (laughs) well the body matrix (laughs) the
1: flesh matrix um, so good wow i love that so how can we use human design as a communication between our souls and our bodies how do you do you think that this question has a my first thing is like how much attention do we pay to our unconscious side of our design Mm. and like do we even differentiate between the sides is that useful based on the conversation we've been having I would say like actually it's not useful but again (laughs) in order to get through the
0: process for it to become not
1: useful it is useful
0: (laughs) yes exactly it's almost like oh my god that phrase uh you have to pursue your folly until it turns into wisdom
1: Oh, I love that. I like, love that.
0: If there was a mantra for the third line, I think that's gotta be
1: it. <laughs> that's also very gate 16, which I have like four of that, four or five oh, placements I like of gate too. 16. Yeah. yeah it's like experiment, try things, do it again. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. Um, and with enthusiasm. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> um But actually, I think I do want to bring in, like, as a, as a, I feel like I'm intentionally misunderstanding the purpose. That is, when we look only at, like, if you were to look at your human design chart, like, two astrology charts, yes, the conscious side is easier to make sense of, especially because we like know a little bit about astrology anyway, so it's yeah. just simpler. But if we're going 88 days behind your black lines are yeah. your red lines so that means that for your sun it is basically three signs behind so that means that most geminis out here are our bodies are pisces mm. like
0: Pisces. Mm. Hey. you know virgos y'all's bodies are geminis and like legitimately and i know this right, right? literally <laughs> that's the true that's the realest thing that's such a great insight
1: yeah is it something that I kind of noticed that um that I was like oh the 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 ability that I had to not attend to my body and not like I don't want to say like not respect it in the sense of like just like doing disrespectful stuff to with my body but not right. actually treating it as itself and like not recognizing the feminine as this like ultimate power source in this yes. other way yes like but a whole hell of a lot of my close friends have always been Pisces so I have like looked at that energy so beautiful. Mm. I like, I love the way that you operate in the world. I want more of that. Mm-hmm. And said, you. you know. And I started looking at my chart. And one day I was thinking that I was like, I'm just gonna look at the red part and yeah. make myself a little chart based on that. And I yeah. was like, oh, oh well, you think you're not emotional, but <laughs> your body is really here for the depths. Like your body is down for the deepest, deepest things that you could possibly provide it with. So like, literally, I think a first step to actually sort of make that connection or like use human design as a connector is like, look at, imagine what you would be like as yourself if your chart was your red side.
0: Mm. (laughs) Oh my goodness. I think that is like, that's like the brilliant answer that is not an answer. (laughs) these are my favorite like that's what mystics be dropping in the space like
1: (laughs) all all (laughs) actually that reminds me too of also the other thing would be the gates that you don't have that would make connections to something i think that that is something
0: that i have definitely utilized (laughs) because it's almost like um it it's almost expressing In certain cases, just just put it in my terms, because I'm an alchemist, um, Mm oh, it's just like it's like a disconnected channel is almost like we're just imbalanced in one of the energies. It's complementary energy is either the masculine or the feminine that's missing. And like for me, it has been very helpful to actually even more simplify it and be like feminine is the body you know, masculine is like the mind, the thinker. And so to get that communication between those two, it's like to look where the conversation got started and we're (laughs) missing dialogue. And then to practice, you know, adding that dialogue because you already have the gates you have. Right. And that's like, you know, a, a, a natural expression for you, whether you fight it or not, or whether your conditioning allows it all the way or not, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. But like to, to acknowledge, okay, here's, here's the potential for a conversation to be happening. And I'm really just monologuing at, at at everybody, including my energy system. So (laughs) it's like, what does it look like to bring the other player in that conversation, that other gate that creates a channel of communion?
1: Yeah. And what does it look like to like know that that energy is present without mm-hmm. you needing to embody it? Like what if the embodiment of that energy is the open space in you that has that space there for it? Like it's, it's missing in the sense that we're in the seeker place from it. And then once we transit through that space, then it's just a part of energy that we can touch and not
0: grab. Yeah. Yeah. And I, that, that, that right there, the touch without grab, like that to me comes back to this core thread that's been coming through about our relationship to things. It's like the way we show love and appreciation and are in right relationship with others is to truly touch them without grabbing. Yes. Then <laughs> that, wow, the touch versus the grab, that really has to be one of the core expressions of the difference between degenerative systems and regenerative systems, the entropy, everything will devolve into chaos Mm -hmm. assumption, (laughs) and the centropy possibility where everything is inherently regenerative, eternally processing, expressing, expanding, and exploring. Absolutely.
1: And it's like, (sighs) we need to recognize that we are not going to recognize the new forms. (laughs) It's like, like watch a documentary about mushrooms do whatever you need to do but (laughs) like it is infinitely as complex as we are like
0: that yeah (laughs) I feel like that's so major and it brings me and maybe we can finish on this point just whatever feels true (laughs) like I I started rereading um the artist's way have you heard of this book
1: Yes. I mean, I've read like the first two, two or three chapters so many times. Yes. Maybe I'm going to book club you and just be like, okay. I would love to do. <laughs> I think it's the only way to get through it is, is community, yes.
0: community support. Reflecting what we're receiving. Cause that, again, it just creates more synergy and coherence and then we can have emergent new thoughts from that space. Like I, man, the book club thing has been coming up a lot with people around me. And I, I, it's just very synchronistic that you brought that back up. (laughs) I'm so here for that. Yeah. I think that'd be an amazing, amazing thing to like, just be discussing, but like the part that I like hit yesterday, that just really stuck out for me was like how, how like the morning pages is really Mm -hmm. just like, it's, it's this act in the face of our inner censor. Yes. And it's like basically saying, you know, like, who wouldn't be blocked if every time we stepped out into public, someone, our censor, was making fun of us? Now, <laughs> that's like the heart of the cringe thing. Yeah, oh my gosh, that's so real. Yeah. (laughs) And it's it's so deeply real. It's just like the part of our mind that thinks it knows how things should be. When really it's that is again having a one-way com like a one-way monologue when it's meant to be, honestly, in my world, it is meant to be a romantic dialogue between body and mind. Like the consciousness, I feel the sun card in the Marseille tarot deck, like revealed to me that the real role of consciousness is to be like this wise, loving friend who carefully guides through illumination, but not rushing the blind mm. one. You know, <laughs> It's like really appreciating where the body is, where our subconscious is at this moment, what our habits are right now. And, and simply offering like offering the hand of, let me show you this. Let me show you an easier way, or let me guide you because your eyes, you you cannot see still, you know, like these, these kinds of energies are present in our consciousness. And we're also wrapped up in, you know, the conditioned stories that the inertia that that's made up of all the people who've ever been in our lives. And, you know, we can't damn the whole world for (laughs) it. You know, like, it's just, it's what is, you know, but we can utilize our consciousness as this wise, loving friend, guiding us back into correct relationship with our body moving at her pace. Yes. Not There's the mind only pace. one pace, yeah. It's her fucking rhythm, we on her time, no one else, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: <gasps> yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. Absolutely. That just that brings it all. That actually does, that's a perfect thing to end on because it brings all of these topics together, that's right down stuff. to just the soft touch that is like, what is that really? It is the the love that makes up the the depth of the thing that connects all of us. Like you just exactly. get to you get to enact that space with the
0: people that you get to enact it with. <sighs> Ah. I just got full body chills. (laughs) That's such a blessing to be alive and, yeah, to really feel the truth that the only thing that's really here is love. Yep.
1: Don't need nothing else. Don't need nothing else.
0: (laughs) Fuck. I love you. I love you so much.
1: this I'm so happy
0: we did this. This is amazing. I, this is perfect. I'm like no editing. I just want to raw dog this conversation <laughs> into the universe. Fuck yes. So beautiful. Well thank you so much for your time and your presence and your beautiful uniqueness in this space. Like it's been so beautiful just to see what emerges from us in this space so thank you thank you so much for being you and being here
1: oh gosh thank you so much same same and thank you for standing next to me oh. you're always standing next to me i can't wait to meet you in person and we'll like do that in real life I <laughs> was I love you. <laughs> yes 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 yes
0: <laughs> that is coming and until then um i love you so so much and we'll talk soon Yes, sounds wonderful. Can't wait. Bye, baby. Bye. Bye.